Off the Ball Daily. A home for your favourite podcasts from Off the Ball. I might create a new game. I looked at creating a game that just had four pockets on. I looked at a table, we started playing it. I went, you know what, I like this. It's a cross between Paul and Snooker. Subscribe to the Off the Ball Daily podcast feed right now. The Lunchtime Wrap. On Off the Ball. With Energia, proud sponsor of Irish Rugby. Think of the possibilities. It's Thursday the 10th of August. This is the Lunchtime Wrap and I'm Cameron Hill. Good afternoon. The Lunchtime Wrap on Off the Ball is with Energia. Proud sponsors of Irish Rugby. Think of the possibilities. And we kick off with football and Tottenham Hotspur have accepted a bid from German champions Bayern Munich for star striker Harry Kane. The Athletic reporting that Spurs have given the green light for a fee in excess of 100 million euro tabled by Munich. 30 year old Kane now has a decision to make over his future. He has one year left on his contract in North London. Tottenham kick off their Premier League campaign away to Brentford on Sunday. Derry City are in Kazakhstan to face Tobol in the first leg of their Europa Conference League third qualifying round tie today. Kickoff is at 3 o'clock Irish time. While UEFA have confirmed that next week's second leg is to be played at Tallaght Stadium in Dublin, as Windsor Park is not within FAI territory. Celtic have confirmed that Carl Starfeld has left the club. The Sweden international has signed for La Liga side Celta Vigo. Aston Villa midfielder Emiliano Buendia will miss the start of the Premier League season after damaging a knee ligament. The Argentinian suffered the injury in training yesterday and has undergone a scan. Former Republic of Ireland captain Emma Byrne believes Spain are under major pressure ahead of their Women's World Cup quarter-final against the Netherlands. La Roja take on the 2019 finalists in Wellington tomorrow morning at 2am Irish time. Byrne said on the Koigig pod this week that Jorge Vilda's side are yet to properly catch fire in the tournament. They've been poor, Spain. They changed their team for Switzerland. Switzerland aren't good. Like, I'm not even, I, I don't think Switzerland are an opponent that I can talk about how, you know, Spain have scored these goals. They've improved. No, I'm not, that's not what I'm going to talk about because mm-hmm. the fact is they should have beaten Switzerland easily. And they changed the team around, which I find really interesting because. <laughs> well, first of all, we should talk about the goalkeepers because he's changed the the Kata to Kata in goal, who is the the keeper that sits on the bench at Barça for Sandro Panos, who he has left behind, not in the squad. Mm-hmm. I find that that just that really baffles me. Anyway, um, I want to know what team he's going to pick, and if he picks the same team as Switzerland, that means he has dropped the players from the Japan game because of their form, because. He blames them for the mistakes and he's generally annoyed about that um, because it's difficult. It's a difficult one for him. He's still, they're, they're under serious pressure, Spain. And then we've got the Netherlands who've got this young team, really good players. Looking forward to see how Brutes does on the left. She was excellent the last four games. So just in, in general, I'm looking forward to see those two teams and the team selection from Spain more than anything. And do you think there's a team that he has, the Horryville has over there that he can pick that will be effective against this Netherlands team? And because like they're so close to like a semi-final final sort of situation, which would be very strange for the Spanish team considering everything that has happened in the last year or so. Yeah, I mean, he's got loads of players. He's got loads of players he can pick from. They're so good. Uh, the problem with Spain has always been, including the men's team, is that number nine position. 
um, against Switzerland, he actually had two number nines on the pitch. Like it just goes from one extreme to the other. He's been playing Jenny Hermosa as number nine. She's not a number nine. She never runs into channels. She's excellent on the ball. My dad's just walking past her. <laughs> um, she's excellent on the ball when she drops into midfield, but then you you struggle, don't you, with that number nine up there. He had two number nines against Switzerland and Esther Gonzalez and Redondo, who are both excellent players, but who don't play... Gonzalez doesn't play for Real Madrid. She hasn't got the minutes in her legs. Um, so it's going to be interesting. I think he's going to be more worried about the back line. I want to know if he's going to keep Laia Codina in there as centre-back because poor Rocio didn't have a great game against Japan. And also Ivana was injured and she didn't come back for that game. So, so yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what back line he picks. And if he picks Alexia Kuteus in the squad, mm-hmm. she she didn't play against Switzerland. So, yeah, it's all about team selection for me. But he has loads of players to choose from. It just depends on whether he wants to play a number no- one number nine, two number nines, or no number nines. In golf, Leona Maguire, Stephanie Meadow and amateur Anna Foster are the Irish players competing at the AIG Women's Open Championship at Walton Heath in Surrey. Maguire is on even par through 16 holes and two shots off the pace. Meadow is level through two with Foster out just before three o'clock. While on the PGA Tour, Rory McIlroy and Seamus Power are in the field for the FedEx St. Jude Championship in Memphis. In athletics, Elizabeth Duty has won Ireland's first ever field event title at the European Under-20 Championships in Israel by taking gold in the long jump. The 18-year-old Dubliner also set a new Irish under-20 record with a jump of 6.56 metres. Her achievement comes after runner Nick Griggs won a silver medal in the 3,000 metres yesterday. In rugby, veterans Michael Hooper and Quade Cooper have been left out of the Australian squad for the Rugby World Cup. La Rochelle's Will Skelton will skipper the Wallabies in France. Coach Eddie Jones has included three uncapped players in a panel of 33. Jerry Thornley and Andy Dunn have given their thoughts on Johnny Sexton's involvement in a joint training session between the Ireland and Portugal World Cup training squads. The Ireland camp have maintained that the session will not involve a training match, but controlled contact sessions involving scrums and mauls. Sexton is currently serving a three-match suspension, which makes him unavailable for Ireland's warm-up games. Thornley and Dunn joined Joe Malloy on Wednesday Night Rugby. They do a lot of 15v15 stuff, Joe, and that's why they're so good at in first games in November windows, first games in Six Nations windows. Still, they have got a good track yeah. record in these late, lately because of the, the, the way they train. And it's quite obvious, I think, I don't know if you agree with me, we haven't talked about this, but from the way they trained, the way they played last Saturday, I got the distinct impression that true to their word beforehand, there's been an awful lot more um, rugby-related ball-in-hand training conditioning okay. than there was four years ago. Oh, yeah. Well, that wouldn't, be, that wouldn't be hard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Um, but I'd say... Um, I think these type of training games, they are a double-edged sword because... It's a collaboration. Or, sorry, training collaborations. I think Easterby made a very fair point is when you're when you're doing 15 on 15 within your own squad, but lads are making calls, no matter what, like, no matter what way they cover their mouth or, you know, people anticipate what's happening and then you start to shut each other down. Whereas they go up against the Portuguese team in a controlled collaboration, in inverted commas, you, you're not necessarily you're getting two teams with different totally different setups and and there's scope for a slightly more realistic game like situation because you get more unexpected stuff thrown yeah. at you yeah. guys with footwork that you don't expect yeah. as opposed to footwork that you know yeah. but <laughs> whatever I, I, and having been involved in these the, the reason I say double edged sword is it only takes one hero uh, you know who wants to make a mark on you know in, in the session to show his own coaches 
he's up for it physically or whatever and then suddenly it becomes an all out you know yeah. match and uh, and then people are going hard at it and I've seen a number of these sessions and been a part of them in, in the, the time I had as a player getting they just get someone just pulls the plug and says we're going to stop it right there yeah, because with, after about yeah. 20 minutes of this I've it starts getting more those yeah, Andy, back yeah. in the day when journalists were allowed to attend yeah, I think one uh, of the reasons we weren't allowed to attend was because we did witness so yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly they can go a bit skew with yes. as, <laughs> yeah. as such but um I think it's a smart way around getting Johnny some, um, you know, contact training and meaningful stuff against an opposition player in the absence of um, his his presence in the warm-ups. In horse racing, there's a meeting over jumps at Sligo at five past five. And on this day in 1971, Manchester United and Republic of Ireland legend Roy Keane was born in Cork. Beginning his professional career at Cove Ramblers in 1989, Keane would move to Brian Clough's Nottingham Forest before moving to Old Trafford in 1993. Keane made 326 appearances for the Red Devils, scoring 33 goals and winning seven Premier League titles, four FA Cups and a Champions League. He also earned 67 international caps, but his Ireland career was overshadowed by his withdrawal from the 2002 World Cup squad following an infamous falling out with then-manager Mick McCarthy. That's all for Thursday's Lunchtime Wrap. Keep up to date with the latest analysis and opinions with the updated Off The Ball app. Take care. The Lunchtime Wrap. On Off The Ball. With Energia. Proud sponsor of Irish Rugby. Think of the possibilities.